interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what is going on, guys? Here we go. Stage number two, 2023 Dakar Rally. If you guys were just listening over at stage number one, the episode right before this, you guys kind of found out about the briefing and what was going on for this now stage start and you guys already i mean i'm a day late to the party all right you guys already know i was on i was on a plane i was trying to get here you know made it happen family first everybody enjoying their time having a good time yes so anyway speaking of good time great times you guys already know the results this is not news to you guys mason klein taking a win picking up that w so not only Coming out swinging as one of the Americans getting on the podium now twice in a row. He picks up his first stage win in the Dakar history for him. And I think that's got to be the suit. I don't know who has won a stage that fast early on uh, at the Dakar rally on the motorcycles. So hats off to him and what he has accomplished. Talked to him a little bit, got a little bit of rapport and what he was doing and absolutely having fun, you know, making it, making it happen. And, well, there's the result. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and what this means and what that is going on. I got a, I got a, uh, I got a really good hunch that uh, our buddy Gnarly Dave is going to be calling in here shortly uh, so we can discuss a little bit about the next day's stage and what is going on. So stage number two, very, very big deal. So let's talk about stage number two. You guys just heard the rundown on that stage. Uh, if you just heard the episode, if you're listening to them back to back, but if not, let's get that rundown. Stage number two, that is going to be from Sea Camp to Alul, is 267 miles of racing, 99 miles of liaison. So 431 kilometers of racing stage special or special stage, 590 kilometers total, including the 99 mile liaison, roughly about 130 miles there. So let me, uh, let's go back to that one. Give you guys that quick rundown once again. So front loaded liaison, 159 kilometers from the bivouac to the start line. Once they finished the stage, that was only going to be one kilometer. So about six tenths of a mile over to the pits. So very nice front loaded early morning, five o'clock in the morning for the bikes and then uh, early stage start with an early finish and finishing right at home. So definitely worth it. I think I, I feel like some racers prefer that versus the end of the day, right? All beat up after a stage, you know, and you know, now you still got to commute another, you know, hundred miles. That's a little bit rough. So that was the breakdown. So 14% sand is what they were talking about. 59% dirt and 26% stones with only 1% of dunes for this time around. That percentage is going to be huge. It is going to change. So get ready for that one. So that was the stage breakdown. That's what these guys went through. That is stage number two. Stage number three is literally launching right now as my phone is absolutely going crazy with so-and-so. Oh, look at that. Ricky Brabeck has just started the stage at 8.07 a.m. local time in Saudi Arabia uh, or for us on the West Coast, 9.07 p.m. So let's go over. Let's check the results. Let's get you guys that rundown. So Two Americans on the podium today. I did allude to that here in just a second ago. Let's talk about that. Mason Klein on the BAS World Racing Team picking up his first stage win at the Dakar Rally 2023. Five hours, 23 minutes, and four seconds. As Bueller from Deutschland on the Hero Motorsports Rally Team at 524.13, one minute and nine seconds behind Mason Klein. And then in that three spot on the Husqvarna Factory Racing Bike, with the fastest mustache in Dakar, 
That is Skylar Howes. Five hours, 24 minutes, and 17 seconds with 113 behind Mason Klein. All right, that is your top three. That is your podium for stage number two. Let's talk about the next six competitors to round out your top 10. Ross Branch on the Hero Motorsports Rally Team. Five hours, 25 minutes, and two seconds, 158 behind. Then you have Toby Price in the number five spot. On the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike, five hours, 25 minutes, 20 seconds, finishing 216 behind Jean Breda Bort in that number six spot. He is on the Monster Energy JB team, five hours, 25 minutes and 36 seconds, two minutes and 32 seconds behind the leader. And then you have Luciano Santolino on the Sherco, finishing up number seven, five hours, 26 minutes, 14 seconds, finishing 310 behind the leader. And then Kevin Benavides in the number eight spot on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike, five hours, 26 minutes and 24 seconds, three minutes and 20 seconds behind the leader. Daniel Sanders finishing on that Red Bull gas gas factory racing bike, five hours, 26 minutes, 28 seconds, three minutes and 24 seconds behind the leader. And then Matthias Walkner in the number 10 spot, on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike, five hours, 27 minutes and 10 seconds, four minutes and six seconds off of the pace of Mason Klein. So that is your top 10 after or on stage number two. So let's talk about the overall right now. We got two stages under our belt. So stage one, stage two, what do the overall standings look like? Oh, look, I switched over and there's Mason Klein leading the 2023 Dakar rally. Wow. All right. I'm like, I'm excited for this guy, right? Second year at Dakar literally is on the second stage, completed two stages of racing, two podiums, and also now leading the rally overall, leading the rally overall by exactly one minute and 41 seconds over Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM factory racing. Of course, we know Mason Klein, BAS World KTM racing team. Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike. Finishing or right now with a total time of nine hours, 40 minutes, nine seconds, one minute and 41 seconds behind Mason Klein. Then you have John Vereda Wart on the Monster Energy JB team and nine hours, 40 minutes, 31 seconds finishing or currently two minutes and three seconds off the lead from Mason Klein. Number four on the overall list right now, Kevin Benavides on the number 47 Red Bull KTM factory racing bike. Nine hours, 40 minutes, 53 seconds, 2.25. So two minutes, 25 seconds behind the leader. Then you have in the number five spot, Daniel Sanders, Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing. Nine hours, 41 minutes, 23 seconds, 2.55 behind. Then you've got Ricky Brabeck in the number six spot on the Monster Energy Honda team at 9.42.49. So nine hours, 42 minutes and 49 seconds. He is four minutes and 21 seconds back. Then you have Skyler House in the number seven spot on the Husqvarna factory racing bike. Nine hours, 43 minutes, 39 seconds. He is 5'11 off the pace of Mason. Then you have Pablo Quintanilla. He is on the Monster Energy Honda team. Nine hours, 43 minutes, 44 seconds. He is five minutes and 16 seconds off the pace. And then Matthias Walkner in the number nine spot. Number 52 Red Bull KTM factory racing bike in nine hours, 46 minutes and 46 seconds. He is eight minutes and 18 seconds behind the leader. And then you have Mr. Bueller on the Hero Motorsports team rally bike. And that is nine hours, 47 minutes and two seconds. He is eight minutes and 34 seconds back. So top 10, eight minutes and 34 seconds. That is what divides these guys up. 10 bikes right now. And when I mean 10 bikes, I mean... 10 bikes. I mean, Price, Bort, Benavides, Sanders, Brabeck, House, Quintanilla, Walkner, right? Those are the names. There's two names missing on that list right now. And that is the guy that's in the lead, Mason Klein. And then there's Bueller on the Hero Motorsports team. Now, Bueller, first time I see him up there, Mason Klein, like I said in the post earlier today, is it was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. Mason Klein to be doing what he is doing right now at the moment. So I am absolutely stoked to see him where he is at, but man, he has got a pack of people that he is in company with right now. And no one of them is very far behind. So that is going to be an interesting, interesting subject as they get into the stage start for stage number three, uh, on this event. So 
I'm thinking they're going to have, I I think it's going to be an interesting day. So what did we hear from the bivouac? What did we hear from the day? So first of all, stage number two for these guys was definitely a challenging one. A lot of rocky navigation, a lot of stuff going on there. And I think that they have definitely earned their stripes today. Some of the comments that I've heard from the videos and things like that is that today's stage was most definitely not just about 20% rocks. It was more like 90% rocks. So heard a lot of story, had bent wheels, mooses hanging on for their dear life because the wheel had smoked and just dirt and whatnot getting in there. So it was definitely a tough, tough rally stage for a lot of guys, especially if you're not used to riding in the rough. Well, now what is that? And and what I see here in absolutely balances this out right is you have mason klein and you have skyler house you have um daniel sanders but i'm i'm leaning more towards um let's see that's where he did let's see on the overall in the stages yeah klein house and then price i think is going to be the other one so you got a lot of guys that are in that top stage that are used to running in kind of rougher terrains or have been doing the Dakar long enough to know some of the different areas and terrains that they're going to be running into. And I think that they're well more well-versed on it. So to me, it kind of doesn't surprise me to see Mason and Skyler both up on the podium. But I only say that because the way that the terrain was suited from what we understood it was going to be and what they said it was going to be versus what it actually was, was two different stories. And I think that that's where we saw these guys shine. Of course, that does not mean the navigation was not any easier. It was still a long day today. It was barely shorter than yesterday. So that was one of the things going into the 23 Dakar that we were talking about is like, Hey, nobody's going to get off easy. It is not going to be an easy event for everybody. It is going to be longer. They wanted more racing. They wanted more stuff to do. Well, you got it. Here's what it is. And they're absolutely getting, getting hammered on it. And that is, but that's good, right? Now we're going to get to see it. So a couple of different things, right? For stage three, now we've got this whole, um, leading when you lead out, they're going to have bonus time for the guys that are leading out and all that stuff, which in this case is going to be Mason Klein. So that is going to be an interesting one. And that was one of the stories that we heard about today, right? So, you know, we had, right. We had Ricky Brabeck lead the stage out, right? He is your he was your winner yesterday, so that means he was going to be first out on the stage. Then you had Kevin Benavides, and then you had Mason Klein. So Mason Klein hanging out, navigating, doing his thing. That we're going to talk about here in just a minute once we get uh, Gnarly Dave on the phone. But there's a lot of strategy going on with this, and it's not easy. And, and here comes the swing. Here, I think I think teams are still going to try and do it, but I think they're playing with fire. You know, I, I really do with what's happening with, with how they're the Dakar and the organization is really trying to focus on on breaking up that swing and making things more challenging and slowing everybody down. I think that the, this is definitely going to add some spice to it. Now, how is it going to work? I don't know. I mean, literally, the guys are literally taking off right now for this for this stage. So I'm curious to see how they do. On that note, let's talk a little bit on the American Rally Originals and the rest of the team. So a lot of movement going on. You had Jacob Argybright out there, Ace Nielsen out there, Peter Angelvec, and then, of course, the American Rally Originals with uh, Paul Neff. You have Kyle McCoy, you have Mo Hart, and you have Dave and Jim Pearson, or the Danger Twins, as we are now so calling them. That is the entire American field right now at the moment, including Ricky Brabeck, Mason Klein, and, of course, Skyler Howes. So... Those guys, let's see here. Let's check in with them. Let's see what it looks like here. So standings after stage number two for them. So you have, uh, let's search. uh, Let's get everybody on here. So we get those accurate ones. There's Argybride. And then let's look up Nelson. All right. Let's talk about our boys and how they did. I scroll up here. Do that one. there, And then... Get rid of that. Sorry, I'm doing this. Doing this all live. Because I think that's how it should be done anyway, right? Uh, So let's get rid of that one. Let's do that. It's funny. This is... It's kind of new. Like, okay, I I wish I had easier... Like, I feel like I'm quicker to click on some of this stuff than I am to actually, like, manipulate the the results on the tablet. But I actually kind of like this one. So, okay. 
we know about our top guys. We know how they did out in the field. Let's uh, let me throw uh, Brabeck in on this one. I know that for Brabeck, that was the thing, right? Leading out, this is what we talked about, and this is why things like that bonus time have come to fruition. Is we've talked about this, and that's on that. If you go to open a stage, you are bound to lose time. You're first on track. You are out there making the track for everybody to follow. It's up to you to make the mistakes. And in the recap, we saw that. We saw it happen. We saw Ricky have a couple of mistakes on the navigation, which is absolutely, when I say a mistake in navigation, nobody, I mean, zero people are exempt from those mistakes in navigation. They are going to happen. The good guys, the guys that understand it are the guys that figure it out the fastest. The faster you figure out that you are not on the right track, the better and the faster you're going to be on the right track with the least amount of time lost, which uh, as our friend Willem said uh, over on his videos and they're talking about is everything is for sale in the bivouac except time. So remember that, guys, when you're in the sport of rally, it's all about time management. So you definitely whether you're on track or off track, whether you're in you know, in a stage, whether you're on a liaison, whether you're in the bivouac, wherever you're at, it's all about time management, especially these guys, the Malamoto team. It is not an easy feat for them to be doing what they do. And it's got to be all of them doing it at once. So with that being said, all right, let's talk about our guys. So we know about our one and number three guys up at the very top 15th. We have Ricky Brabeck finishing that one up. He finished out with a time of 5 hours, 20 minutes, 39 seconds, finishing 5 minutes and 35 seconds behind the leader. Then next up would be Jacob Arubright on the 28th spot. Very nice. Top 30. He is on the Husqvarna on the Dustco rally team. 5 hours, 48 minutes and 26 seconds. 25 minutes and 22 seconds behind the leader. Paul Neff of the American Rally Originals. Finishing up 6 hours, 43 minutes, and 44 seconds. 1 hour, 20 minutes behind the leader. Peter Angelovec, 74th on the Detnians racing team. 7 hours, 5 minutes, and 49 seconds. Finishing 1 hour and 42 minutes, 45 seconds behind. David Pearson in the number 85 spot on the American Rally Originals team. 7 hours, 21 minutes, and 55 seconds. Finishing 1 hour, 58 minutes, and 51 seconds behind. Kyle McCoy, 91st. Finishing on, he is part of the American Rally Originals team, 7 hours, 24 minutes, and 19 seconds, and finishing 2 hours, 1 minute, and 15 seconds behind. Then it is Ace Nielsen on the Dust Rally team, finishing 7.52.48, 7 hours, 52 minutes, and 48 seconds, with a total of 2 hours, 29 minutes, and 44 seconds behind the leader. And then let's check in here. That is Ace Nilsson, Jim Pearson, finishing eight hours, seven seconds, finishing two hours, 20, 37 minutes behind the leader. And then Mo Hart, 126 on the American Rally Originals bike is 10 hours, 25 minutes and 17 seconds, five hours, two minutes and 13 seconds behind the leader. So what do we have going on here? So first of all, hats off to Mohart. It has not been an easy day, easy two days, but he is absolutely alive and kicking and going and making it happen. Jim Pearson, my understanding today had a little bit of an off, uh, in the rocks, uh, possibly cracked helmet, uh, which means the helmet did its job. Uh, as I also heard some, uh, few airbag deployments, uh, there was been some talk about the airbag and the safety equipment side of things. And I really do believe that the, that it is, the airbag thing has changed the game and a lot of people, even non-believers are definitely believing now in these airbags and what they are doing. So we're going to see more deployments. We're going to see more of those things, but it's just, it's doing its job. Is it touchy? I kind of feel like it is, but at the same time, you know, it's like many things in life on this case is, you know, I'm okay with touchy because it just means you're a little bit safer. So that is a rundown on that one on the finishing order. Uh, so far for stage number two, let's talk here just a second. All right, latest ranking standings. Let's get rid of that one. All right, let's turn up the volume here. Let's, we're turning it up. We're turning it up. Here we go. Let's see if we can get them on the line. Hey, no mommy's way. What's up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gnarly Dave. Get on the other way. What's up, buddy? <laughs> nah, How are you? Nah, doing well yourself? Good. Just driving home from work in the rain. 
Very nice. All right. So speaking of rain, right? In the place where yeah. it rains like exactly three hours a year, it's raining today in Saudi Arabia. Right. Oh, is it really? Oh, wow. Yeah, they did catch a little bit of rain. I saw I saw a post and uh, I was like, dude, this actually looks pretty nice. Some hero dirt. Yeah. Yeah, I've been at work for like nine hours, so I haven't really been like checking on the Dakar website or anything lately. So, yeah, it is not. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit uh, been a little bit different. We'll say I'm not going to say difficult. It's been a little bit different on, you know, navigating the app versus before where it was like, oh, yeah, just jump on the website, you know, and I could it was easy to knock out. Yeah, I like the app a little bit better this year. It's I think it's more user friendly and there's like I think there's more information on it. So Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean it's kinda like every everything's in, in one place and it makes it a little bit easier for these uh for the guys. For sure. At least, for sure. Track. At least once you get it set up, right? Once you get your filters in and everything done and I think that Exactly. Get your favorites in there and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, and who who we're tracking and all of that. So dude, interesting day today. Yeah, dude, your boy Mason. <laughs> right? I mean, dude. that's, you know, I, I just was literally talking about it. It's like, you think, uh, like, okay, this is his second Dakar, and it's his second stage of the 23 Dakar, and he picks up the win. I know. So, I, I mean, he's a strong navigator, you know, and like, He's a computer geek. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but he loves navigation, dude. And this is like, I mean, I mean, good for him, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. And that's and and that's the thing is like, so being up there, right? You've got, you know, obviously you had Ricky up there, you had Benavides up there, and then you had Mason Klein, and we knew Daniel Sanders was up there for a little bit, but you know, yeah. so you still have to be present to win. You can't be exactly. a horrible navigator and then just say, well, I'm just going to follow Ricky and I'm going to follow Kevin because it takes exactly two notes for them to squirrel out on you if you're not also yeah. keeping pace. Yeah, and then keep it up on your book because if they miss something and you're just following tracks, then, I mean, what good is it? Then you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, you got to yeah, you gotta keep on it still. Yeah, it, go, it goes from the Dakar swing to the Dakar train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just rolling in the same direction. So For they, sure doesn't make it good so so yeah i think that was pretty cool and so uh so you kind of you heard about this right on the prologue where they multiplied the start time they multiplied the prologue time and then added it to stage one. Oh, really yeah mm-hmm. they're 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 playing some games they're trying to fix this whole dakar swing right it's, yeah they're really working hard on that and and this is actually so mason picking up the win and now he gets to lead out today for stage three. Yeah, which I don't think is, I mean, he's a great navigator. I mean, you can't take that away from the kid, you know. it's That's one of his super strong points. So, yeah. and he's riding good, dude. I mean, he started, he had some heavy hitters behind him, and they didn't really catch him, you yeah. know. No, he, uh, on, on the conversation I screwed up and, and somehow did not record it, we were literally talking about that, and when he came back from last year's Dakar and then what he did on the entire off season coming up to this Dakar was work on his speed. And, yeah. And I think it's very like this. I don't know if you saw the video of him today, putting a pass on one of the hero bikes. Um, I and, like those hero bikes, dude. I think, I think they look so cool. They're kind of cool, right? The front end reminds me like star Wars or something. I don't know. <laughs> Cool. But but yeah no yeah it's funny because I was saying about that earlier because I mean I've raced District 37 my whole life and that's kind of where Mason came from but you know if you go back for me and like I you never really heard of Mason in District 37 obviously you heard of Carter lately because he's Carter's kicking ass mm-hmm. you know and Pro Two but I mean you never I mean Mason never made any waves in District I don't believe or I never heard of it you know and for him just to he's put in the work so good for him yeah yeah i think he i i think the story with him and how it happened is he kind of grew up started doing it and then just went the other direction he went the rally direction carter stayed with that and he just did he i mean not to take i mean taking absolutely zero away from him because i know i couldn't keep up with him for more than like three and a half seconds yeah obviously he's a good rider and obviously he can put in a very long ride you know yeah to to be able to do this and so today 
today's stage for stage three, I think, is definitely going it, to it's going to be interesting, right? It's the first stage where they're going to start including this bonus time. For, yeah, for, that's yeah. The multipliers for, for opening the stage and leading out, and then I think it goes all the way to the fuel stop, you know, yeah, or something like that. So I don't, so, man, I don't know. I, it, it's going to be tricky because wasn't Sanders leading, and then he kind of pulled over and let Mason take the win because he didn't want to start. You know, obviously you don't want to lead out. Is kind of what I heard. Yeah, they're they're playing the game, right? I think yeah. they're. I but I think. Uh, deep down, I think there's two things that I got deep down that I'm like, okay, one is, is that I think that Sanders and these guys doing it, they're a little apprehensive about playing the game because yeah. they don't know how this multiplier thing or this bonus time may factor in. I think that once they get this stage under their belt, I think then we're going to see the strategy change with the bigger teams. So. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. They got the rule book there, and they know they know how it's going to work. So I think I'm going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say they know how this is going to work out. You know, it's just, but it's the desert. You know, it's racing, and anything can happen. That's, you know, that's that's where it gets tricky, and that's where things change. So yeah, I think it, it, I you know I can I mean see the that. ASO the ASO is is definitely keeping it exciting with all this all these changes yeah everything they're they're trying to do and and work out which you know i you know i get it i i I agree with what they're kind of doing i think the the speed limits i think they're pushing i think i mean obviously we've come a ways there's still two things to be seen i mean really how this this bonus time works out and then also the rumor of the uh the uh the split stages you know, an A and B stage, which uh, yeah, are they I, still doing that? I don't know. I heard they're still up in the air. I, I don't know. It. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. I think they're still up in the air about it. And honestly, like yeah. I can literally see it. You know, I can literally see it turning into a protest. Oh, I, why? Why wouldn't it? Because like if if it just splits, you know, before the waypoint by a hundred yards. What if there's so many stones on the B track and there's not that many stones on on the A track? And it's going to slow you down. Then, you know, how's that fair? You know, yeah, you come together at the waypoint, you know, and, and join back together. But, yeah, definitely. I don't see that working too great. Yeah. I think that I feel like, I don't know. I mean, this could. So my my theory on that one is. I mean, I can tell you because I make road books. You know, I yeah. make road books, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, and I can throw a waypoint out there and make two different tracks to it that I think are pretty close, but they're not going to be as far as time goes, you know, because the desert's different. Well, you know, at least out no, by me. No, absolutely. No, uh, no. I mean, literally, all you got to do is left and right on one on one wash, one on one side, one on the other. But what about OK, let's just think about this one is what about the possibility of like putting one waypoint earlier than the other 100 meters, 200 meters? In the roadbook, literally the same track. It's just the waypoint is a little earlier or a little later, depending on the book. And yeah, I don't know. I just think it's protest city. I think I think uh, there's gonna be too many too many monkeys in that wrench. <laughs> Everybody's trying to turn the wrench in different directions. Is what's gonna happen? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna find out if it does if it does happen or not. You know, I, I agree. I'm I'm refraining from looking at the results because I don't want to share results because uh, or current results because this is uh, or current tracking because literally the stage is going on. I actually just got notification that Ricky took off about. 20 some odd minutes ago uh, uh, at 9.07 p.m. here. But yeah, my other thing is, is with Mason leading out, I've talked to him and he actually likes to lead out. He's yeah, he's good with that leading out. And I feel like deep down is the there's less distraction for him. He's got a road book. He navigates it and he just does what he does. And there's yeah. less court, there's less road markings, there's less tracks to confuse. Like, it's like, no, I know it's this way. He's very, he's very confident in his navigation. Yeah. And that's the thing, you have to be confident, you know? You have to be, you just can't second guess yourself, you know? You, you know, whether you're trained by Jimmy Lewis or you're self trained or whatever, you know what works for you. And just like, you gotta go with your gut, just go, all right, cool. You know what? I'm just gonna do this. This is where I'm going. Yeah. And just send yeah, it. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's got that, dude. Yeah. He's a good navigator. 
He is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was. You got like we was, like we just said. You got to be present to win. He's got it. You have to navigate your way into the top ten. You cannot not navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. You got to. <laughs> so and, unless you, I remember because. I'm in the HRC camp and we, well, you know that because yes. I do stuff with HACR. We do our rally testing, our durability. And I get to hear the stories from like Pablo and Nacho and Ricky and Johnny and stuff like that. And I think the year that, I don't think I told you the story, but um, I think the year that Ricky won, I think Pablo took second and they're kind of battling for it. And, you know, we're at, we call it the Buwag Narsto, called Barstow Narsto. Mm-hmm. So we're at Narsto and then, Pablo was talking. He's like, yeah, he's like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even following my road book. I was just following Ricky's tracks and just trying to go full gas and just hold it wide open to make up time. I was like, I I thought you weren't following your road book. I mean, it seems, you know, someone at that level, you know, I was just like, wow, I was kind of blown away by that. You know, he was just sending it, just following, trying to make up time and Ricky following his tracks, you know, and that, you know, Going back to what you said earlier in the conversation, you know, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and and it's it's definitely a train because if you get lucky, you come over the hill and here comes Ricky realizing he made a mistake and you just made up all sorts of time because you realize he made that mistake and you don't make it. You find the correct way right then and there. But if you weren't following along in the road book, how do you know what yeah. you're working on? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's what I thought. I was like, dang, Quintanilla got sick. Pablo got so lucky that, you know, obviously Rick was on point and followed his tracks and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool to hear. It's pretty cool to hear, you know, the guys' stories and yeah, what about they, race. All that. Well, they talk about that. Well, that was like uh, listening to the guys at, uh, in Sonora rally, you know, uh, Skylar Howe's putting on a clinic over there in dune navigation, uh, yeah. this, this past event and the same thing, you know, the guys come in and, you know, Skyler comes in and he's talking and it was like, yeah, you know, I was like just sending it up these dunes and doing all of this stuff and you know, hit this gnarly step up and all this. And then, you know, the next few guys to come in, they're like, you know, <laughs> white knuckled is <laughs> looked like they seen a ghost and it's like, for sure. I don't know how he was doing it. It's like, you see the track at the bottom of this dune and then like 50 feet up, there's another track where he landed and he's just like sending this thing. So it goes the same thing. like you have it. If you got, if you're on the right track and you can navigate, you still have to be following along with the book because the guy in front of you may be that much more talented and he's going to be jumping and clearing things and making speed out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. And then, I mean, those, those top 10 guys are just, top 20 guys are so talented on a bike, you know, cause I've ridden with like some of the top pros and like Childress, you know, Baja 1000 winner. He's my good friend. And we'd mountain bike. And, you know, I was like just outside top 10 on the straw and like, I got to make top 10. And I, I call Mikey goat roper. I'm like, bro, slow down like 20%. So I can see what you're doing differently. And he would just pick lines that I never thought about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, those those guys are just so amazingly fast they see things that i would never see or yourself would never see to make up that time you know it's pretty incredible you know those guys are awesome yeah the the reading of the terrain and 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 being able to make that decision you know at speed is yeah i mean you're you're constantly looking ahead yeah yeah. it's just it's pretty cool no me and children just used used to ride together and stuff and it was our, our thing to beat each other but i'm like there's there's one time he beat me so bad. I'm like, I'm done. I'm never going to win another race again. <laughs> he was just literally on another level, you know, and that's what these guys are. Those top guys are on another level. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at Jake, Augie Bright, you know, he's out there. He's running like 30th or something like that. And uh, he's doing great. Don't get me wrong, but expect, I mean, I love Augie, you know, Augie's my boy. And I mean, he's, he's going to pull off some top tens before this is over. You know, he's just getting up to speed and figuring it out. And Jacob's going to, Jacob's going to do awesome. I'm so excited for him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's see. He, uh, last, uh, like 25th or 30th or something. Yeah. So 31st on stage one and then on stage two. Uh, 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 on stage two, 28th. 
So pick it up a few spots. Yeah, mm-hmm. as as and Jake's been training like hard and stuff, and we've ridden a few times together and stuff. And uh, I don't, I mean, I like Jake. I've always liked Jakey, and I just I see as this goes on, I I see him in a, a top ten finishing, you know, a few days out of it. So I'm just excited for him. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I I agree with that. And and like you were saying earlier, I mean, uh, you're right on the guys. I mean, you have. So starting tomorrow's stage or tonight's stage, right? Stage three, uh-huh. uh, Mason Klein, Howes, Ross Branch, Toby Price, Bereda, Benavides, Sanders, Walkner, Quintanilla, the other Benavides, and Nacho, all in that top yeah. 13. All of those guys are fast. Like any, pick, I get it. Pick I- one of them and you've got a stage winner. So, dude, you know what? <laughs> I like jo- I I like Joan for a stage win coming up real soon. You know, I like you know he's been in our HRC camp for a long time. You know, and um, he's kind of like on his own deal this year. He's he's still a Honda guy, and they got, he's got a bike. Mm-hmm. And um, it was I got to spend more time with him than than I have before, mm-hmm. and it, maybe because Benavides wasn't there or whatever. Um, I don't know. John seemed uh, more focused and more talkative, and just I don't know. I just I I have good I have good feelings for Joan for you know capturing some stage wins and probably getting the record because I think Coma has the record at like thirty one or something like that. So and and then Joan's at twenty nine or something. So uh, so we got we got some room to breathe on that record. Then still, like it could happen yeah. this event. Yeah, it could. It could definitely happen. And it just, I think the sand is a little better for Joan. Um, so I don't know, you know, you know, but then you got Ricky. Ricky's a desert ace and Nacho's an awesome navigator also. And then you got Pablo, dude. <laughs> I mean, the Honda camp is pretty stacked. And don't get me wrong. KTM guys are good too. And, you know, yeah. everybody else. Nice. So I hear you. Well, okay. So let's. T- Let's talk about stage three. Let's get the the rundown out of the way. Uh, yeah. All right. So stage three, they're doing a loop two from Alul to Hail. Uh, they are four hundred and forty seven kilometers of special, so two hundred and seventy seven miles, and then just so long. <laughs> My six, longest roadbook is two hundred miles. That's two hundred plus a liaison. What's a liaison on that? The liaison is now uh, is another hundred and thirty seven miles. So today's day is oh. two hundred and seventy kilometers long. Or yeah, yeah. no, no, six hundred. Yeah, six hundred yeah. and sixty nine kilometers long, and they're running about four hundred miles today. So Dude, that's that's so <laughs> crazy. It's like and that's a that's a Baja four hundred. I mean it's a score Baja four hundred and you're doing that every day just about. Yeah. Yeah, I think they average the three hundred mile mark. So short short liaison in the morning, sixty one kilometers from the bivouac to the special start. Uh then they've got the four hundred and forty seven kilometers uh in the middle for special stage, then they've got hundred and sixty two kilometers for their second road section or their the liaison back yes uh first gas at is 61 kilometers so they fill up at the dss they got to go 240 kilometers before they hit gas that's kind of stretching because right they're 300 kilometers is the about the the minimum i think that they say which you know these guys are running the minimum yeah there's they got i <laughs> i I know, i know stuff but i can't say stuff <laughs> we will leave it at there so, yeah. but I mean, but you know, right. I mean, it's as roughly as the 300 kilometers about the, the route. So, I mean, that doesn't give you a lot of room for error as far as making mistakes on the first stint. No, and no, then, it does not. You're absolutely correct. So then you got a neutralization, then you get more gas there. You got 207 kilometers before you get to the finish of the special stage. And then you have, yeah, hey, 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 taco, but you're forgetting these things. Like, do these guys know when the time bonuses is, is? And if they're getting there, are they going to go full gas, you know, and try and get the time bonus and burn up more fuel? I mean, it depends on terrain too. You know, if it's sandy or the tires spinning, they're using more fuel. Well, is this so going to play out to your boy though? Because let's talk. So uh, they left the bivouac this morning at 5.50 in the morning. First bike was off at 7.30 in the morning. And they're up against 49% sand. 
38% dirt, hard pack, 13% rocks, and then zero on the dunes, zero on the dry lake bed, and zero on tarmac. So 49% sand. So half this stage is sand today. So I like Joan, bro. You like Joan for that? I like Joan. I like Joan for the stage win. Yeah. I I don't know. I just do. But you know what? Nacho and Pablo, they've been training, dude, in the dunes and stuff. Yeah. You can't, you definitely can't count out Pablo and Nacho, dude. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I agree with you. I, you can't, see, that's the thing is like, dude, grab the top 15. You can't count any of those guys out because they're all, they're all, ver- I mean, they're all there for a reason. They didn't just fall into it. And yeah, but I think that still, I think we're still in the home terrain for the, the, the U S guys. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at, if you look at the, at the photos like from today and stuff, it kind of looks like a wet barstow, you know, it's kind of a lot of stones and stuff and two track. And I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I think it's kind of towards our advantage right now, like you said. So we'll just see It's it's still going to be, I don't know. It's, it's still going to strategy. It's still going to be strategy. And like, I think Ricky was talking about, it's like, you want to be in, you know, in the top 10 around the middle, like fifth or sixth, you know, let these guys fight it out and let them make their mistakes and just stay calm and collective and, and do your thing. And then, then start fighting towards the end, you know, Mm -hmm. where you don't have too much time to make up, you know? And I think, you know, you know, Ricky's got Johnny They're You know, they've been together for a long time and, I mean, Johnny's the master at this, dude. So, I mean, the other teams have awesome guys, too, but obviously I'm a Honda guy. So, yeah. um, you know, I just know. I don't just, I don't know. It's just so exciting. Either way, it's freaking exciting, dude. Yeah. I'm up, like, I wake up at 3 in the morning because I just do because I'm stupid. I'm like, oh, let me check the Dakar app. Let me see what's <laughs> going on. I'm like, oh, no. It's just like, all right, come on. It's so early. Go back to bed. So, yeah. Uh, well, you know, be careful what you wish for. Then if I know you're up, I'm going to start calling you then. Cause yeah, that's my, uh, that's my plan. Wake up at, wake up at four in the morning, get the rundown, get the episode out. And then, uh, Oh dude, Narnar's <laughs> up, dude. Call me taco. I'll yeah. talk to you, bro. Nice. So yeah. anyways, back to, back to what you're saying about the terrain and who do you like? Who do you like for this? I mean, you know who I like, yeah, you know what, you know what? Hey, give me your top three taco top. Give me your top, give top me your three? top three, bro. For the stage, yeah. Uh, I feel like... Give me top, give me top five. I'll get, take a little pressure. Give me some wiggle room. Give me top five. Nah, no, no. I mean, I think... Let me here. Let me uh, let me go back so I got, it got them in front of me. So I'm going to go with Howes. I'm, so, I, wanna and go, one I, thing, I definitely hey, want to hey, put hey, Howes and Ricky in that same... In that top okay, five. One, one, you, one thing you didn't touch base on, you, like you said... Mason and and Sky are starting first second. Is that what you said? Uh, you know? First and third. Yeah, they ride together all the time. So you know, I'm sure if, if Skyler can jump on on Mason's tail, you know, they train together and stuff. They navigate together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could they could just go flat out. Who knows? I don't know, dude. It's exciting. It is. Anyways, because- hey, give, me your, give, give me your top five. I'm sorry, I interrupted no, 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 you. No. Uh, so House Brayback. Uh, man, this is a good one. How's Brayback Price? And I mean, I like, uh, I, I don't know why. I just have this feeling like I saw a video today of Nacho doing his stretches, doing his thing, you know, his, his, his promo video and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, he always does that though, bro. He's, he's that guy. He's awesome. I know. But, and that, but that's the thing is like, dude, he's got like one of these, it's like right there. It's like one of these stages has got to be his. So I, I think he's going to, it will be, it will be before it's over. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. That's our, okay. So I got one more. Ooh, Dude, I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm kind of split. I'm literally split between the 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 KTM conglomerate and Honda, Van Beveren. Yeah, Adrian. Yeah, he had a great off. Well, not off season, but he had a great season leading up to Dakar. You yeah. know. So, but his 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 rally hasn't been. He hasn't been up there. But maybe that's his plan. You know, maybe with his mentor, that's his plan. 
He's in, a, I mean, 16th early on, plenty of time to make up, you know, for the yeah. for the overall. The stage win, I think he, it, you know what, it's tough. To, actually, okay, and just thinking about it, if I wanted to, right now is the time to kind of like get that anchor in and, and put in some more aggressive times and try and be a little more aggressive at being towards the top. And then and then scale it back slowly and then jump on it towards the end. So you've kind of already got your place in the group. I believe if and this is just me thinking out loud, I believe you're in the top 12, top 15 and the times are pretty close. You're going to be fine. You're totally going to be fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, because um, the, the times are pretty close from I'm trying to remember. But, um, yeah, you'll be fine, bro. The first. The first 19 bikes are 10 minutes apart. There you go. From Mason to the 19th bike is 10 minutes. That's nothing. Look at at anything can happen. Sam went out on the first day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, let's talk. So, dude, you heard about this. uh, We were talking or I was talking about earlier. You you heard about this 130 kilometer an hour uh, neutralization speed limit that was not in the road book. No. Uh. Yeah. So apparently there wasn't in the road book and it was 130 kilometer an hour speed zone in the neutralization uh. that nobody knew about and or that it wasn't enough people didn't know about to where it turned into a thing. And yeah, well, but eh, I don't know. I didn't see it. I wasn't looking for it. I only heard about it. And but either way, that was looking like a four minute penalty. So just to play the just to play the game. One four minute penalty right now. If you literally like sped to the <laughs> sped to the uh, to the start if you threw line, it on someone, yeah, if you threw a four minute penalty on someone. Where would it land them? If, if you threw, well, let's let's just look at what it is now, right? So if you threw four minutes on Mason's time, it, four minutes flat would move him from first to ninth. Yeah. What about Joan? Because Joan's like starting third or fourth. Um, Where would that throw him? Let's see here. Oh, let's, well, let's look at the, no, let's see. Juan Breda. Yeah. I think he was starting sixth, uh, stage standings, uh, Breda sixth, two minutes there. So he's two thirty two behind. So six thirty two would put him 16th, 17th. Yeah. Yeah. It would put him 17th. Dude, that's a huge jump. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Let me get this in. Let me give you my top five for the stage. Yes, let's do it. NARS five. All right. The gnarly five. Yeah. NARS top five. Here <laughs> you go. All right. Um, I got Joe on. Okay. I got Benavides. Mm-hmm. I got Toby. I like, I like Ross branch for fourth. And then I got Mason in fifth and then Pablo six. Ricky seventh, Skyler eighth. Okay. Oh, I give you top eight because I feel like I mean, I love Ricky. Ricky's my boy, and, you know, and those guys. But I mean, you still got to play the game. You still don't want to finish too far up there. So yeah, yeah. I this is going to be interesting. I still think the guys are might be playing with it a little bit. Part of me thinks. Yeah. Part of me thinks that if this really works out in Mason's favor, that they'll the teams will have to rethink it. But I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's it's hard because I know, you know, I don't think I've ever really talked to anybody in of the all the rally racers that I've ever talked about or talked to. Nobody was ever super stoked on starting. They no, knew no. they knew exactly what was going to happen. And every you time it time. happened. Yeah. Yeah. You lose time. There's no. You lose time. You can, I mean, minimum fifteen to thirty minutes. You lose to be open. You know. Mm-hmm. So but, I'm curious to see now. Maybe that's another thing. Okay. Well, maybe now with this with this multiplier with this bonus time, it doesn't put him as far down the rankings. But then it creates this perfect sweet spot for him to slingshot later. On the, yeah, I think on the I think if you if you I mean it's not during the whole stage for the time bonuses it's up to a certain waypoint mm-hmm. but like if you're leading out and you catch every bonus mm-hmm. I think the max you can gain back is like two to four minutes so it's not a huge amount yeah but it's not hurting you either you know well, but if you're a great if you're a great navigator like Mason you know they might not catch you 
that quickly or that further into the stage, you might be able to pull off something really spectacular. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, that that's an interesting thing, too. And you could just as easily, you know, piss it away in, in a penalty and a, a, a speed zone and whatever you did, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm like scouring the the app right now. The the Dakar app yeah. about where they uh, roadbook delivery screening checkpoint. Hey, uh, off the subject. Well, on the subject, but off the subject, real quick. You you've been to the house and stuff, and yeah. my uh, my my door of fame where I have all the factory guys sign it. But mm-hmm. it, you know, Mason signed my door in my garage. What? Yeah, it was like a few years ago because we were doing rally training and then uh, they're coming out this way. And then, you know, Mason and his dad, his dad's super cool. I like I like them. They're cool. They're cool dudes. And yeah. I go, hey, dude, I got tires. If you guys need tires. And Mason's like, yeah, I want to try the tires. I'm like, dude, you got to sign my door. He's like, what? I'm like, dude, everyone signed it. All the champions are on the store. So I actually had Mason sign my door. So nice. Yeah. Dude, Sonora rally. I saw a post today from uh, Darren over there. Yeah, it's so cool to see Darren over there. Yeah, it's cool. That's going to be part of part of the series. It is absolutely is. I think that there's going to be there's going to be a lot more rally headed this way. I am yeah. okay. There's the so I'm I'm like looking at their okay. They gave the penalties. Uh, but why don't they show? I just want to see the bonus times. I want to know what that is. I don't. I, I I read it, but I don't remember, dude. Yeah, I'd be lying if I told you. No, and I and I thought you know that like on the stage, like the stage rundown, it'd be like, okay, here you go. You know, if you don't uh, from this section to this section is your is your special or is your time part. You know where you can make up time or you get your bonus time. Yeah, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say it. But you know, I'll, hey, we're gonna find out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely agree with that one. So nice. So let's see what else we got. Okay, so we did the stage rundown. We talked. Uh, I talked about the American Rally Ridges. We talked about the the starting order for tomorrow. Uh, the results from so stage two. I think we're good. Hey, every every time we talk, I'm going to ask you for your top five. So be ready for that. All right. Start start right. I got to start writing them down and start uh, looking at these stages. I'll come up with them on the fly, and we'll we'll see how it is. I'm going to start writing them down so I know my picks. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you on the uh, Are you in the Dakar League? On the fantasy league. I actually, I actually am. Oh, I you, actually how am. How are you doing? Um. Well. Are you waxing the floor? Did you? Are you kicking Jesse and no, Quinn's ass or what? No, I think I think I'm ahead of Ziggy by. Well, he's ahead of me by one. Hey, but you know who's you know who's just destroying me? Who? Amber Watson, bro. No way. Ampy Amber Amby Watson. She's like in twenty second or something. I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was so pumped. I was ahead of her the other day, and then she got some picks right, and now she's just crushing me. Nice. So. Yeah, my goal is to beat um, Ziggy and Amber, and uh, well, I'm ahead. I'm ahead of Nick Garvin right now, so I'm super pumped about that. I'm ahead of Nick Garvin and Justin Morgan, so nice. Uh, yeah, I got those guys beat. So, so who's uh, who's up top? I haven't even checked that. I don't know, but like overall, I get like twenty four hundred bucks in fake money, dude. I only got like yeah, I, I'm fifty fifth, but you know what? My boy Joan's gonna get me up the ladder board. <laughs> there we go. I am going to, you know what? I'm going to, I know it's their thing. And I, and I, I, I cross promote. I talk about there because I listen to their episodes as well. You know, I'm, I'm listening to the no, Dakar Qu- daily. Yeah, no, Quinn and Ziggy are, are awesome, dude. And they're, yeah. I mean, I know Quinn, I've known Quinn for a number of years and I actually, I have Johnny gave me Quinn's rally bike from 2012. I mean, that kind of what launched the Honda program for rally. You know, I got Quinny's old bike and I ran into Quinn he was doing some testing and I was out making a route and I ran into Quinn and it was good to see him and hung out for a bit. And, you know, I did tour Ziggy, um, with Jimmy Lewis and those guys and yeah. Jesse Ziggler is just 
he's awesome dude he's so fun to be around and and they have really good chemistry on dakar rally daily you know like you said i listen to them too dude they're they're great to listen to yeah yeah i you know i enjoy it and i and, yeah. and i think you know and i and i learned some things i definitely learned some things all right you here. will uh why can't i wait it's gonna get me to <gasps> oh I got oh, a, what did you do? I got Taco? No. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well, how about we do this? I mean, I, I can, I'll, I'll log into the Dakar fantasy derby. I'll look at the results and then I'll, uh, I'll bring those to, <laughs> to the worldwide audience. <laughs> yeah. We have the Dakar rally and we have the Dakar fantasy derby going on and but, uh, we'll let, we'll let that one be. We'll let those guys do it. But dude, yeah. I'm excited. Stage three. For sure. Yeah, it's 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 getting more exciting as the uh as every day goes by, dude. Honestly. I I absolutely agree. I am gonna look over at it right now. Get rid of that one, that one. That one. And we'll see because I think everybody is uh Yeah, this is this is interesting. In interest of fairness, in interest of sporting fairness, the map will only be available after the start of the first car in the selective section. Okay. So that was something that was mentioned and I heard I heard about it twice that they were actually limiting the people that could go to the start of the show. So you could not leave the bivouac and go to the special start and just hang out and watch them start. The special start Why? is com- competitors only. Well, apparently <laughs> there was some exchange of information that was going on. And strategizing last minute based on times and based on things that were seen, for instance, in tracking uh, between teams and at the stage start. And actually, it was interesting because Sebastian Loeb, was it Sebastian Loeb or Stefan Petterhansel that mentioned this? I think it was Loeb that mentioned it at the uh, when they were doing the introduction. And they were talking about that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's something different." You know, the, the the teams are no longer allowed there, so there's certain information and things that we can't get that were critical for us. And so, they, like, he wasn't necessarily happy about it that they weren't allowing that at the state at uh, the stage start. So I don't know. I feel like there was more going on to it. I mean, and you know, dude, it's the Dakar. Everybody wants you know, everybody wants to be operating at a hundred percent of the rule book. And, yeah. and then some. So I, you know, I could see where there was things going on. And I mean, we've seen it before, right? The GPS devices and things like that, you know, comms devices that, you know, they ruled out in the cars that were no longer allowed to run them a few years back. And there's, you know, little by little, they've, they've been working on it. And I just think that this was one more step. And I'm going like, okay, I understand, you know. And, and it's interesting now that they're blocking the map for tracking of the bikes until the cars start. Very specifically saying until the cars start. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Hey, speaking of cars cars and whatnot, what about Shorty? I mean, he's been a bike guy this whole time, but now Andrew Shorts is in a a golf cart? Yeah, he's in a golf cart. Yeah, I saw some. I didn't know, dude. I mean, I... I haven't really talked to Ricky. Ricky hasn't mentioned it or, you know, and Shorty. I don't know. I was just like, I go, Shorty's in a golf cart. I'm all, that's crazy. He's on the right-hand side. So mm-hmm. pretty cool. He's still involved. I know. Yeah. I'm. Uh, let me see here. I'm looking at. Is he I mean, I would love to see Shorty on a bike, you know. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I've met, I, I've met him a few times at Jimmy's and stuff and uh, super cool dude, you know. Yeah. Down to earth. Super cool dude. I think so let me see here. I'm I'm looking at the uh mm-mm-mm. let's see where they are at. Short. No, he's not in that class. Let's see, what class were they running? Was it the modified production? I have no idea, bro. I just follow bikes. I know me too. Oh there you okay, cool. Uh M Taylor and Andrew Short. Okay, they are in this one. Hey, let's just keep tabs on Shorty just to see how he's doing because he's a bike guy, bro. Supercross guy, motocross. You know, he's kind of he's kind of our dude too. So yeah. uh, he is. They're currently 
their team is currently sixth, uh, finished sixth for the stage two, and they're currently running ninth. Still on the hunt. Ninth, Still early. Ninth overall, yeah. Can Am Factory South Racing. All right. So never heard of that, but I'm not I'm not a golf cart guy, so whatever. <laughs> I know. But hey, I mean, yeah, I mean they're they're in the hunt, top ten, right? There's that swing part. And obviously he can navigate, so yeah. I'm a I dude, I want to get him on the show. I, I I I want to get him on the show. You know? Yeah, I really don't have a connection to Shorty unless I make a bunch of phone calls, but I'd be like, Hey, it's Noah. Remember I met you at Jimmy's. He'd be like, who? I'm like, yeah, never mind. So- sorry, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I'm Ricky's buddy. You know, be like, who? Uh-huh. No, he, so yeah, he seems, uh, no, he, I, I talked to him a little bit at Sonora when I was doing the rally comp thing down there and, uh, two years ago and it, he seems really cool down to earth. So I, I think it'd be easy, easy to talk to him because I think a lot of people, I really, I'm, really trying to talk to everybody that's transitioned that's going from rally to or that's going from some other form of motorsport to wheel that's deciding like i want to go rally racing so we'll get uh we'll get him on there and i gotta figure out how to get johnny on there how to get who i'm sorry you broke up my i'm mr. sitting in my car talking to you in mr. my front yard oh mr baja how do we get mr baja on here Johnny Campbell. That's another. That, I know that one's going to be. Oh, a JC. His, his calendar's. Like, I just heard Johnny. Can you yeah. hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. Yep, I'm here. Okay, I I can hear you kind of in and out. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll wrap it up. But yeah, uh, the next one to get, I I definitely want to get uh, Johnny on the on the uh, on the show. I know that's. Kinda... I might have to. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny, it's it's awesome. I love JC. He's like my dude. Um, I've been part of that program since like 95, but, um, yeah, Johnny will text me updates and stuff, you know, not, not like social media updates, but like yeah. personal stuff. And it's pretty cool. I don't know. I'm maybe I get JC on nice. for us. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, see what we see what we can do. We'll have to get you down here to adventure taco studios and then we can get, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. get on there. That'd be rad. All right. Yeah. I gotta make it, I gotta make it down there brothers. Definitely. But yes. Hey man, call me anytime. I always love talking to you, whether it's just talking like bros or just doing this or whatever. It doesn't matter. And uh, more than welcome to share my limited knowledge with you and uh, get your damn rally bike light together so we can do some road books, bro. Oh, she's ready. I fired it up. I am absolutely stoked. I'm literally just waiting on some uh, spacers coming from W and what else? And that's it. Oh, I need to I need to do a seat. I got this two by four for a seat. That's just not, not going to cut it, but I'll figure it out. I don't care. I got, I got five bikes. So you're more than welcome to stay at the house and jump on one of my bikes. Dude, we got to do well. And I do right now is prime time hero dirt. You got hero dirt up there. Absolutely. For sure. Okay. Yeah. We really got to do it. I got a, I got a buddy from work that wants to come up. He's like, dude, I so want to ride with gnarly Dave. Like, I'm so looking forward to that. I want to ride with Gnarly Dave. I go, when I ride with Gnarly Dave, we're doing road books, which means if you're coming up, you're going to end up on my bike and you're going to end up having to navigate. Nobody rides for free. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, but awesome. All right, dude. Well, have a good evening. Let's wrap this up. We got got another stage and man, I, I am ready for bed. See, bueno. Yeah, hey. Yeah, all right. Good talking to you, Taco. And, uh, I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. See you. Sounds like a plan. See ya. Peace out. All right. Later. Late. Late. All right. That was with none other than Gnarly Dave on the Chasing Waypoints. Oh, the, the 2023 Dakar edition of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. So absolutely stoked. Oh, man. Dakar Rally. This is like our Super Bowl, right? If you guys are into the motorsport or anything, you're into the rally raid type of thing, that this is our super bowl this is the first race of the world rally raid championship which the sonora rally is now a part of if you guys haven't already set the dates april 22nd through the 28th in the city of san luis rio colorado uh and i believe hermosillo and puerto peñasco and I don't know. They're going to be doing a bunch of cities. They're going to be details to follow, details to come. You guys will see those, hear those, talk about it, all of that fun stuff. So 
I am excited for that one. I am absolutely ready. Going to be probably headed down to the Sonora Rally School as well. Uh, again, my goal is to make as many of these schools as I can. I don't plan on riding that one in particular, uh, but I definitely want to be down there for that. Uh, just mingle with everybody, do what I can to help with the organization, and uh, and have some fun, man. I mean, you guys got to remember, you know, everything. And this is something that I messaged uh, Mason earlier today. It was like the same thing. It was like, dude, you you put the bike up on the box and now it's, you know, just go out, have fun, do what you're doing. You're kicking ass. So make it happen. And I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Have fun, loose. I mean, watch the videos of him riding this bike and he is so much looser than before. And so I think that that's where this speed is coming from is he just putting the bike where it needs to be. He's got the thing working. Uh, I know Bart on the BAS team, uh, they've built him a really, really good bike, a very competitive bike uh, for this event. And obviously, you know, the, the results are speaking for themselves so far. So anyway, with that being said, guys, that is a wrap for stage number two of the 2023 Dakar Rally Chasing Waypoints podcast. So I am hoping that you guys are having a good time following along with this one. Keep an eye out for the updates. Keep an eye out for the posts. Uh, oh, do not forget to follow the American Rally Originals. We're posting some of their information there. Uh, and then, of course, any of the other guys, right? Jacob Argybright. You have Ace Nilsson. You have Peter Angelo Vec, Wolfie Racing on Instagram, uh, Skylar Howes, Mason Klein, Ricky Brabeck, all of those guys. So we got 11 guys out there. We need to support them all and uh, and having some fun. And, well, Let's see what happens. So anyway, guys, with that being said, remember, it'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. All right. That is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.